0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg and today I have with me a very, very accomplished professional from the world of marketing and branding from Mumbai, India, Mr. Sunil Agarwal. Sunil, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Ashutosh. Pleasure to be here on your show.
0: Thank you. Sunil is a brand consultant, he's a communication coach and he's a transformation speaker. So let's start with talking branding today. Uh, Tell me about the work you do as a brand
1: consultant. Thank you, Ashutosh. Uh, I must begin by confessing that my view on branding is a bit disruptive. So of every 10 people who are interested in branding, only maybe one is interested in the kind of branding I do. Uh So, I feel the world has got uh, very excited about the word brand because of the ROI that uh, they see from people. Hmm. And uh, they feel uh, a branding is a clothing or an attire that can just wheel around them and hmm. become a brand. Correct. And unfortunately, many are selling that merchandise. Hmm. But unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, I feel that it's important to understand Mm -hmm. that branding is not just external. Mm. Branding is about a complete package. Mm. So you are going to be looked upon how you are visible. That is just the way people open the doors. Mm. But eventually, branding is about how you deliver, how you come across as a person. Mm -hmm. So in my experience, I have been fortunate to have worked with cross domains, B2B, B2C, retail, Mm -hmm. customer, Mm -hmm. FMCG, industrial, and big and small and large corporates Mm -hmm. uh, across uh, multinationals. But what I have really enjoyed working for those who want to work on branding holistically. Mm So most of the people, when they come to a brand consultant, they are coming for packaging, mm-hmm. just us up. And I don't work with such clients. So can, you,
0: can you then explain to me what are the multiple components of holistic branding as you call okay.
1: it? Okay, So let's not complicate, let's simplify. You are what you are seen to the world by the attire, the way you look, the way you dress up. Mm-hmm. But that's just the external branding. The internal branding is how you come across as a person, do you stay good with your promises, how mm-hmm. efficient you are, are you reliable? Are you committed? Mm-hmm. So there it's in my opinion, a visible part of a branding and an invisible part.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go to closer home. Mm-hmm. We marry for the physics. But we end up staying with the chemistry of the spouse. Mm-hmm after a few years, the uh, couple doesn't even care how they look at each other, they look how do they get along with each other. Mm -hmm. So now today, the brand can give you a packaging to become an attractive proposition Mm -hmm. to be explored or become eligible for exploration Mm -hmm. to your prospects. Mm -hmm. But then, are you just creating an impression? Mm -hmm. or are you working inside out to deliver what I call reverse engineering? Mm -hmm. So uh, a client called me up uh, a hospital who says, you know, we want to be looked upon as a most customer friendly, a Mm -hmm. caring hospital. Mm. So I said, what have you done so far? Mm. He said, we made we care for you labels on our addresses. That doesn't make you a caring hospital. Mm. To become a caring hospital, you have to do something that make people say that you are caring. Mm -hmm. So like you have many friends, I'm sure you don't have the opinion on the base of their website. You have the opinion about the dots that you have collected over the years. Mm-hmm. Are these people reliable? Do they back out at the last payment? Can they be counted upon? So a brand is a myriad of various compo- components of which there are visible mm-hmm. that make you eligible. So let me dwell on that. Today, you are at an airport. You see a person very shabbily dressed, very uncouth, unpolished it doesn't encourage you to start a conversation mm-hmm. so that is the attraction of the physics mm-hmm. you go to a, a program you go to a networking meet you go somewhere a person radiates positive energy by the way they are physically mm-hmm. but that is just the outside veneer after that is beyond the first impression mm-hmm. so i say don't bother to create a good first impression if you can't follow it up with another one. Mm -hmm. So those who are only looking to create a good first impression, Mm -hmm. it means they have nothing beyond it. They're just gold plated. They're not solid gold.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So therefore, uh, based on what you've just said, what would you say are some of the key building blocks of a successful brand?
1: Yeah. So I think uh, we like humans, brands are different different brands give priority to different things. Some say, I want to be very reliable. Somebody says, I just want to be the most economical. Mm -hmm. Somebody says, I want to be the most customer friendly. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that is where the components get a weighted average in the whole mix. Mm -hmm. See, a roadside vendor knows the person who's coming is coming for sheer convenience and price. Mm -hmm. So he or she may choose not to have customer service. Mm -hmm but a mom and pop store may still choose to have a customer service by which they become endearing to their clients. Mm -hmm. Or there could be a story says, I know people are just coming because I'm the cheapest. I don't care. They don't care about how I look, how I serve them. Mm -hmm. So the building blocks are decided Mm -hmm. or prioritized by the brand. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That I don't want to be the cheapest, Mm -hmm. but I want to be reliable. And for the reliability, I have to build in a certain cost. Okay. I want to be reliable but I also want to give a good experience so mm-hmm. there will be a certain cost to it mm-hmm. rather than just say okay, can I be the cheapest, can I be the most unfriendly. So I hope a simple answer is that blocks are there are difficult multiple touch points
2: mm-hmm.
1: like let's take an example of a five-star hotel. Mm-hmm. The brand starts even before you enter the lobby mm-hmm from the person who opens the door for you, how he treats you, the brand starts from there. Mm -hmm. So the touch points of every brand are decided, prioritized according to the brand architecture that a a product or a company or a person decides.
0: Very interesting. So my next question to you, Sunil is that in the world of social media and the digital world, How do brands communicate their attributes? And how do they stay relevant?
1: Wonderful. So I need you to go a little back Ashutosh Mm -hmm. on the evolution of humans and brand. Mm -hmm. Earlier, there was no media. Mm -hmm. So the brand traveled only by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you had people very cautious about their image. Mm -hmm because they couldn't manipulate the word of mouth. Mm. Now, as the medium, the reach, mm. and the platforms increase, the opportunities for manipulation also increase. Mm. However, you cannot stay in your ivory tower and mm. say, I couldn't be bothered, you have to have a presence. Mm. So today, if you are not searchable, you don't even exist in the world. Mm-hmm if a brand doesn't have a visibility on Instagram, uh, you don't even become eligible for contention. Mm. So today, the good brands with the rich fundamentals build their way up from the fundamentals and then say, we have to be visible. Mm. If today is planning, somebody planning to buy a flat, you can't say, I've got a great property, somebody will keep looking for me and you have to be man- available on platforms where people are searching for these projects mm-hmm. or these products so all these platforms now become a necessary exposure points for any brand mm-hmm. but those who are only looking at it to propaganda will soon get sorted out so let me give you i have done a lot of work with the realtors and mm-hmm. uh, building companies and earlier the projects were sold on the brochures. Mm-hmm. I remember clients coming to me and say, What's your budget? It says budget is no limit because all their eggs were in the brochure basket.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They should give out brochures, and the project could seem like a very good project. Now, today, mm-hmm. the best famous, reliable realtor mm-hmm. still cannot sell a project till they have a show flat ready. Mm-hmm. So, how the brands have evolved.
2: Sure.
1: So similarly, uh, these social platforms are a great opportunity to Mm. put your hat in the ring. Mm. You say, I am there, look at me. And there will be some who will not pass the test as you keep going further, but I'll still be there because Mm. I have worked myself from inside out. Mm.
0: The other question that I have Sunil is that, you know, the, the, the whole paradigm of buying brands, seems to be changing dramatically after the pandemic where the work, buying from home has becoming very become very large, customer expectations have started to change and buying from platforms is becoming more important. How do brands react in an environment that has changed so dramatically?
1: Yeah, so you see, uh, the only thing constant in the world is change. Mm-hmm. If you speak to your parents, they couldn't think of a meeting unless they met in person. You grow up, From the time there was always a telephone and you completed 80% of your tasks on the telephone. Mm -hmm. Now today, we are meeting here on an online platform, Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't have to call me to Gurgaon or I don't have to, uh, we don't have to, we can still connect and still make the most of it. Mm -hmm. Now these are the changing realities that brand have to understand. Mm -hmm. So some are very easy, like for example in, in apparel, they want they appreciate, understand, and respect mm-hmm. that there is a bit of an enigma of what they are selling, it okay. would not fit the touch and feel. So mm. therefore, they are compensating by luxurious mm. return policies.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: Because they want to build their credibility. They, they say we are not fly-by-night operators. Mm. We, appreciate you buying it, we understand you may have apprehension, but we are confident of a product and we respect your inhibitions and your mm-hmm. concerns. So no questions asked, you still have a one week, 15 day, 30 day return policy mm-hmm. to encourage people in areas where there can be apprehensions.
0: Very Interesting. So let me now move on to the next segment of our conversation, which is uh, your uh, expertise as a communication coach. Um, you know, I've spoken to many, many people who are coaches, Uh, what does a communication coach do?
1: Thank you, Ashutosh for asking this question. In my journey of uh, having consulted, coached people, Hmm. I made one observation. I realized people gauge you from how you present Mm -hmm. rather than how you are. Correct. You decide to enter a store Mm. on the strength of his window display. Mm-hmm. You may have a great store, but if the window display doesn't inspire you, mm-hmm. you don't get tempted or coaxed into getting inside. Right. And communication is a window display mm-hmm. of every individual.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's why I realized when I saw a lot of great Very genuine people losing out on opportunities, Mm. losing out on success because they had underrated the Mm. importance of Mm. communication. Right. And that is why I started deciding that communication is the door that opens you for bigger opportunities. Mm -hmm. And without communication, you may not even become, get into the ring of eligibility for greater opportunities. Mm. And as a communication coach, it's my objective, duty, desire, passion Mm -hmm. to make people at least get full value of who they are. Okay. See, I cannot change, like I said about branding is all about inside. You you may be weak inside, you may not be committed, you may not be reliable, you may not be dependable. Mm -hmm. That is you work on. But if you are all that, but if your communication doesn't profess that, you're always going to be discounted about who you are.
0: Okay, okay, well said. And uh, based on all the work that you've done with so many people, what would you say are some of the common challenges people face uh, when it comes to communication and public speaking?
1: See, uh, honestly, uh, I have not taken any training in communication. Okay. In fact, not even in branding. So my all are from observations, and they are very organic, right. and they are not Googleable. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that I share with you mm-hmm. are, are not uh, uh, read or something. They are what I have experienced. Sure, sure. So I feel the key component, the biggest currency today, which is going to only appreciate in value, mm-hmm. is attention. Mm-hmm. Whether you are talking to a colleague whether you're talking to a friend, whether you are at a dining table, whether you are in an interview, whether you are with a prospect, whether you are doing a sale, if you can't grab the attention, Mm. then however valuable your words of wisdom are, Mm. they will not even get the entry pass Mm. if you're not interesting, if you don't get the attention. So I always am all at pains to explain people Mm. that you know a lot, Mm -hmm. you have a lot of information, Mm. you have a lot of knowledge. But unless you learn the art of being interesting in Mm. grabbing attention, Mm. you are not going to get a multiplier effect. Okay. So you have value of one but if your attention is into 0.9, mm. you're only going to get 90. And usually, it is 0.1, 0.2. Mm. So you're only getting 20% attention for your 100% knowledge or attention. Mm. Mm. So what the misconception, let me gather more information, let me gather more books, let me read more. But I said, if you want to become interesting, mm. if you want to be invited to be share your knowledge, If you want people to buy your ideas, Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to be more engaging and interesting. Mm -hmm. And that is a key component.
0: Very interesting. Now, let me then now combine a little bit of the branding part and communication. You know, over the last four, four decades that I've been in the corporate world and as an entrepreneur, there used to be communication of brands done via uh, cinema halls, full page ads, etc, etc. But today, given social media and even the elevator pitch which you used to talk about has become very brief, how can effective communication be done for a brand in the five seconds or seven seconds that now platforms are asking you to do?
1: It's a larger uh, a, bit, a question that I'll try to be uh, as brief as possible. So I feel clarity is birth to brevity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you are very fuzzy, roundabout, then you have a very large sentence mm-hmm. or what you can sum up in words. Mm-hmm. So brands that are clear about their product, they are their objectives, their selling points,
2: Mm.
1: are able to encapsulate and say in words, what others take paragraphs. Mm. And combining with the attention, like they say, if you can't say it simply, if you can't say it in a few words, Mm. it means you haven't understood it well enough. Mm. Therefore, you see from the branding world, Mm. uh, the positioning statement was usually boiled down to a word. Correct. So the same snake is coming back to bite us Mm. that become clearer, crisper and become very, so I tell people Mm. that you may be very good but if you are verbose, if you are not brief, Mm. you have lost the audience. Okay. So therefore, you see uh, today, uh, there are one-liners, there are statements Mm. that have to say the whole story rather than having uh, to believe that the audience will have the patience to read the whole paragraph. Mm. Okay. Therefore, a picture says in a thousand words, mm. and now a thousand words has to be said in few words.
0: Mm. Well said. Well said. So, Sunil, I've got time for one more question. And this question is for the many, many viewers and listeners who will listen to our conversation. What would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers to take away? from your world of branding
1: and communication? Okay, point number one, Mm -hmm. consciousness. Mm -hmm. There are many people who still seem to be aware or bothered Mm -hmm. that whether you like it or you don't like it, Mm -hmm. there is no on-off switch in a brand. Mm -hmm. Your branding starts the day you are born actually from the day you are conceived. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You ask your mother, she will have an opinion of how you were in her womb. Mm -hmm. You started manifesting whether she had a good pregnancy or not. Mm -hmm. And you know, you were such a rotten child, I had such a but you know, I had such a good time with your sister or your brother. Mm -hmm. So the brand is always manifesting. Mm -hmm. Some people think they can switch on and switch off. This don't record, this Mm -hmm. record because this is something that I do well, this I don't do well. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to be aware that brand is omnipresent, it is on all the time. Mm. You don't have an on-off switch in branding. Mm-hmm. So therefore, be aware about. That. Okay. The second lesson is to get a pretty nurse, mm-hmm. you must be patient.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Rome wasn't built in a day, mm-hmm. but they were laying bricks every day. Mm. So you don't build your brand overnight. Your brand is a culmination of Mm -hmm. what you have become over a period of time. Mm -hmm. And if you've done a great job today, you may not leapfrog into fame or something, or it may be very shortly. Mm -hmm. You have to consolidate and become a brand so that you become consistent. Mm -hmm. Brand is not a one trick pony. Mm -hmm. Brand is not a one summer. Mm -hmm. it is how people see you consistently. Mm -hmm. When a great music director comes, they don't gauge them from the first two movies, they saying, let's see what he has in the third and fourth movie, because Mm -hmm. you know, you always have creativity stored with you pent up, Mm -hmm. but are you able to sustain it? So brand is not a short sprint, it Mm -hmm. is a long term journey. Mm -hmm. And lastly, you have ample opportunity to Mm -hmm. navigate your brand in your life. Yeah. Because what seems good to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: today may seem unappropriate or subject to change without notice tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you have to not only learn, you have to also evolve. Mm-hmm. If today you want to talk to your child, you can't expect them to listen to the same rapt attention you listen to your parents mm-hmm. without choice. Right. You have to grab their attention. So, the understanding that brand is never fixed, it's always evolving. Mm. And staying ahead with the change, staying relevant is the key to a success of a brand, whether it's a person, a product, or an organization.
0: Well said. Well said. So, on that note, uh, thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about branding and your, as you say, a different view of branding. Thank you for talking to me about communications and the importance of communications in all our lives and uh, communication importance for a brand and thank you for giving me such amazing three lessons of consciousness, be patient and there is ample opportunity to do whatever you would like to. On that note, thank you again
1: and good luck. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be on your show.
0: Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You, videocast and podcast